What is this? Naughty Pine? Turn down the lights and turn up the crazy, everybody. This episode, it's Halloween, and we're watching American Horror Story on The Showdown. Oh! No! No! Witching hour. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to the podcast. And as always, the showdown is recorded in front of a live dog and cat audience. <laughs> My name is Cliff, and this is the podcast where I, a television idiot, dissect one epic TV series with a television expert. So, Colin, how are things in TV land today? Things are going to get real spooky. Okay. Well. It's it's scary out there. There's a lot of scary stuff to talk about, but we are having fun. All right. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I'm, I'm scared already. Yeah. So it's 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 our favorite time of year, perhaps yours too. It's it's, it's Halloween time. That's right. And uh, of course, for our Halloween episode, uh, we've decided to pick out a what purports itself to be a horror show. Oh yeah, it's the American Horror Story. But we're gonna see if that's actually true here today. We are gonna I find have out. Some, have some disagreements about how much horror is in American Horror Story. But nonetheless, that's the show that we're talking about. I, I think an epic series. By most accounts, whether oh, you, yes. whether you like the show or not, and so we were we were excited to watch it. We hadn't really seen uh, much of it, but uh, before we get into it, let's go through the show overview just so everybody else can catch up and get a little bit of detail on what the heck this thing is. So, so of course, we're talking about American Horror Story for this episode. The air dates for this show are 2011 to current, something that's still on. In fact, I think it's at the time we're recording this. It's episode four of the eighth season or so, something like that. Episode four or five. Yep. It airs on FX uh, as a network, and it's it's a one hour horror drama that's right that's how it's classified that's so right. I, I think that fits there's it's a lot of things yeah it's definitely we'll, horror we'll go through there's some it's definitely drama there's some comedy in there oh, yes. there's some music you know, what the what yeah going on in there <laughs> there's musical numbers yep there's all of the above really all, all sorts of stuff <laughs> that's right so it's been on for seven complete seasons we're in the eighth as cliff mentioned which is 97 episodes and just to go through them quickly we have number mm-hmm. one season number one mm-hmm. murder house yeah season number two Asylum. Okay. Season number three, Coven, mm-hmm. uh, also known as Witchy Harry Potter. Okay. Uh, season number four, Freak Show. Mm-hmm. Season number five, The Lady Gaga season. Okay. Hotel. Mm-hmm. Season number six, Roanoke. Uh-huh. Season number seven, Cult. Yep. And the current season, Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. It's a truly annihilation of television. That's right. As we know it. So the cast for this show, uh, and of course, varies season to season, but uh, typically we see Evan Peters, Sarah Paulson playing most of the roles, Dennis O'Hare, Kathy Bates, Jessica Lange, mm-hmm. Lily Robb, Angela Bassett, Francis Conroy, Cheyenne Jackson, Emma Roberts, mm-hmm. and Adina Porter. Now, there are lots of other big names that come in for one or two seasons or one or two episodes. I believe in your business, that's called stunt casting. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. I'm learning. Uh, we we have a list here. Uh, Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. the Oscar award winner, Cuba Gooding oh, Jr. Cuba. Yep. Uh, Michael <laughs> Chiklis, Chloe Sevigny, Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney, Dermot McDermott, uh-huh. Zachary Quinto, <laughs> Gabrielle City Bay, mm-hmm. Connie Britton, yep. Billy Eichner, Joan Collins for some reason. Oh yeah. Uh, Kate Mara, Patty LaBelle yeah. apparently had nothing else going on. Uh, Adam Levine, Neil Patrick Harris, 
Stevie Nicks, mm-hmm. Naomi Campbell, and for some reason, Rick Springfield. And the the list is, is probably longer than that. Those were the most notable yeah, uh, castings, but a, a pretty impressive list. It really is when you think about I it. I think, and they're not done. Like I said, the season's happening now, and so there's probably more to come. I, I think it's one of those shows that I, a lot of people find it fun to do, and so For if they're sure. going to do a part on a show, they know it's going to be a limited series like this. This makes sense. So I think they do a pretty good job of, yeah, it's a of low casting now. Commitment. The, the parts that they write. For those those poor folks, uh, is, is debatable. But it's a different story. They show up on set and here and, they are. And they're you know God bless them. So yep. uh, so the, the description for this show, uh, like we mentioned a little bit before, and certainly with Colin reading the names of the series, this is an anthology show, and so there's not really a description for the series. There's a description for each season, uh, and so we'll we'll go through those. Our, our comments will go through each of the seasons and break them down. Individually, unfortunately, so uh, I apologize for that in advance. But, but the, the description <laughs> of the good. show, the series itself, is a little bit more broad. It goes something like American Horror Story is an American anthology horror series created by Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk. Each season is conceived of a self contained miniseries following a different set of characters and settings. The storyline with its own beginning, middle, uh, and end, which I don't know if they all have an end, but that's okay. Some plots, and some have like four endings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, that's what makes it great. But I get ahead of myself. Yeah, right. Some plot elements of each season are loosely inspired by true events. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. They, In that once there was an asylum. Right. Not yeah. that. Not that they need to be. But uh, you know, okay. Yeah. You know, there's a place called Roanoke. Yeah, technically, uh, that is yeah. that is a true place. It's loose, yeah. but you know, again, we'll we'll talk about it later. So, um, Colin, yeah. would you like to talk about the ratings? I would, yeah. But first, you know, I just want to mention that that this series kind of launched the anthology genre. I think mm-hmm. it's really important to mention. You know, when when this series was first announced, it was meant to be a regular drama series. You know, with mm-hmm. many seasons, all of the same story. And at the end of the first season, they were sort of like okay, yeah, we're just going to end that and do something else next year. And it was kind of revolutionary. You know, it's kind of something we take for granted now because so many shows do this. Right. But it, it was kind of fascinating at the time. Just, oh, we're just going to watch something else now. Yeah, it feels cool. like a, a, a full dive into this idea that, that TV is the new movies. Right. Next. Yeah, and especially in this, you know, hey, we, we don't have to follow the rules that we think we have to follow, which I have to give the show credit for. Oh, there are uh, no rules. Yeah, there are. There yeah. are no rules. Much certainly, like, certainly much like no. Outback Steakhouse <laughs> of a few years ago. No rules, just right. Is it just right? I don't know. We'll find Is out. Is that Outback Steakhouse? I don't know. Nobody <laughs> you knows. Know Tweet at us. I'm, yeah, I mean, it's at, at the Showdown Six. <laughs> Hashtag. Is that Outback? <laughs> anyway, as for the ratings, IMDb gives it an 8.2 and TV.com gives it an 8.6, which is great. Rotten Tomatoes has a huge score of 77%. Sure, yeah. Yeah. This show has won way more awards than I would have expected. Mm-hmm. We have two Golden Globes, one for Jessica Lange and one for Lady Gaga. As for Emmys, let's see here. I don't think I can count all of them up, but I will say we have Jessica Lange winning two, Kathy Bates winning one, James Cromwell winning one, hairstyling for three years, makeup for two years, pro makeup, mm-hmm. separate. Pr- all right. Prosthetics. Oh, prosthetic. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for two years, sound editing for one, costumes for three years, and visual effects for one. Finally, the most prestigious, we have a SAG award for Jessica Lange yeah. in 2012. That's the so, one that blew my mind. That like, yeah, the, there's a lot amazing. of Emmy something uh, on the order of 14 or, or so, perhaps all together. That's a lot. Screen Actors Guild award for Jessica Lange. Oh boy, look, that's, she is chewing the scenery boy. in this show. Yeah. Oh, so gonna... whether that's worth the, worth an award or not, I don't know. I'm not in the I'm not in the SAG okay union. All right. Yep. Uh, but but there are a lot of awards. For it's this it's show. amazing. Yeah, we're, we'll we're like. 
We're going to talk about it. Yeah, we'll Don't get you worry. Into it. So notable filming locations, mostly Paramount Studios, which we've, we've been to. A lot of um, studio work. Uh, some some filming in New Orleans uh, for season three and season four. And a lot of on-site uh, location in, in California for exteriors and that sort of stuff. But probably largely a studio show, from what I can tell, kind of filmed on studio uh, there at Paramount, which is, which is interesting. The top-rated episode for uh, the season is in season two, episode 10, which is actually playing in the background right now, and it's called The Name Game. From the Asylum season, it's if you've seen the show, you I don't know how you could forget uh, the hallucination sequence. Would you call it? Sure, Jessica yeah. Lane, where she starts singing the, the name a fantasy game. sequence. Yeah, banana fantasy. It's it's something to behold. But that that's <laughs> top rated episode at, at a nine on IMDb, and you know it's you know it was weird. What else can we say? Yeah, we'll get into it. It is is crazy. So the familiarity disclaimer that we have, uh, Colin had some familiarity. I think you'd seen all of season. I saw all of season one. Season one. Yep. And we had watched some of season three Three. together. Maybe half of that. I couldn't hang for most of it. And I'll explain why here shortly. Uh, But by and large, we didn't know a lot about Mm -hmm. the show. We we are fans of an event that's held in Orlando and Hollywood Universal Studios every year called Halloween Horror Nights. Mm -hmm. And they have done haunted houses on a lot of the seasons. And so I found myself recognizing a lot of the characters in the show from them having jumped out at me from behind a wall. That's right. Uh, A little bit of PTSD Uh uh, in in reverse order there. But uh, but other than that, we, we really didn't know a lot about the show other than kind of what was in... Uh, what was in pop culture. But depending on your familiar level, we can jog your memory here with a a little segment we like to call Theme Song Jukebox. Colin has vetoed the theme song. Look, I, it, I, I, I think it's interesting. It feels least. like dead air to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So uh, we should mention for the theme song, there are some different variations oh, of yeah. the theme song. So depending on the season, I think Freak Show had a different version. Hotel had a different version. I don't think Roanoke used the theme song at all because of the just the craziness that they decided to it, it, it was a different show altogether right, it was yeah, actually they were pretending it was yeah it was by pretending. the end of, but I was happy to see for apocalypse they've I think they've gone back to the original this original that's theme good. song that's which, good. which is uh which is interesting so it's a relief yeah so hopefully that uh that was helpful but but it's time to it's time to get serious Colin. we we got to really in. jump into this are, are are you ready for your close up of course I'm starting to think that the showdown orchestra 
He's either haunted or playing some tricks on us. We're <laughs> this gonna, is very fun. We're gonna I move, like it. We're going to move along here, but I, I, we're, we'll try and fix our sound effects during the show. I apologize for, for that being off. But, very spooky. Uh, but we're going to start our close-ups. So, of course, close-ups is the part of our show where we, we go a little bit further in-depth on our, our, our thoughts on the show. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a little bit different because it's an anthology series. Normally, we kind of take notes and go through uh, the show... Top to bottom, front to back, yeah. in no particular order. This one we kind of have to take it in order because I think your notes and my notes as well are structured by the the seasons themselves. Unlike the series, my notes have a lot of structure Aww. and reason to okay. them. Okay. Uh, yeah. Should Should we just start with Murder House? Let's start with Murder Let's House. Let's dig into it. Yeah. Uh, I I can I just say my first foremost note. Maybe just get a new house. Yeah, you know <laughs> that certainly maybe. certainly seemed like the case. Of course, the the premise of Murder House is. Uh, family of, of Dermot McDermott uh, moves into a house in Los Angeles. It's haunted, and it's a whole ordeal. One of the notes I, I, I made is is so you know at first this is The Shining. Clearly, they yep. it's I called it. I, in fact, I gave the, this season a, a nickname called Jump Cut Shining. Nice. <laughs> uh, and then later, I just wrote turns into Beetlejuice. Yeah. Why? Okay. Right. So it's it's basically them and their. Dead or the spoiler alerts, by the way. If you guys oh, if you haven't, yeah. haven't watched any of, of yeah, American yeah. Horror Story, Surprise. you probably should just warn you we're gonna just spoil the Yeah, guard, we spoiled the, everything. They're all ghosts. Yeah, so it turns into Beetlejuice because they are ghosts trying to get people at like it literally they just want more ghosts, becomes I guess. that. Yeah, I don't Well, and what's interesting about it, I, I will say when I first watched the series, the first season, I, I thought, Oh, this is cool. I'm watching a regular story about a bunch of weirdos and then it was a little bit revolutionary to be like, Oh, these are all ghosts. But then watching it the second time, it, it felt a little cheesy. Right. It seems like a, an amalgamation of a bunch of previous horror techniques kind of it was a little bit sixth sense and a little like it there wasn't anything new about the story they were telling. It was just a really I guess modern way of like I, I mean it, so it, it irritated me a little bit. I, I wrote Dutch angle mania. These camera moves are a bit much. Like there's, yeah, we're gonna get into the camera. There's angles. a lot going on with the filming and the direction of these episodes that is intense. Yeah, I think at times distracting is a maybe a less a less nice word for it. I will say I think you bring up something which is really really important to mention, and I think all of the, the idea that this is pulling from every single kind of ghost story or every kind of classic horror or whatever, I, I think that was intentional. I, I think the idea is that it's, it, much like the names, it's meant to be kind of the American horror mm-hmm. story yeah. in, in that it's, you know, it's all stuff you've heard before. You know, it, it was one episode short of like the hook on the car door, you know, that, that kind of thing, which actually... We should make that show an urban legend show. That would no, be cool. No, it's called. It did. It's called Goosebumps, and we're moving. Oh we're moving yeah, on. So, we should watch that. Show. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so this this brought up a question I have to ask you. Yes. As part of the opening credits for the initial season, Murder House. Yep. Are antique baby pictures scary? Uh, yes. The answer is yes. Okay. Um, Why? Out of context. Why do those babies look so weird? Because nobody ever smiled. Which is weird because babies never smile. Is it, it, they're in like adult poses sometimes, which is yeah. Odd. And I think the I think the implication is that they died. I guess right. I don't know. I'm not sure why why they're intended to be scary. Like why are the, dolls scary? They just are. Are they okay? I'm taking your word for it <laughs> because they're they're everywhere and things that are supposed to be scary. But every time I see that, I kind of wonder. I'm like a like a ghost is scary. Yeah, but like a picture of a baby. What is it? A, isn't it a baby ghost? Yeah, it's, just a, it's just weird. <laughs> it is know. weird. I, I think I think the context helps. But I think first of all, the the show does that a lot, where they take things that aren't necessarily scary and uh-huh. put them in a weird, 
I'm uncomfortable context, yeah. and and that's that's part of the effect. It's certainly the Dutch angles right. do that most like most the Rubber Man. Oh, he's God, scary. The rubber Man. Yeah, nobody likes Rubber can Man. I, can I just say, we're, there are a lot of these kinds of issues throughout this series uh-huh. where it's a it's I I, I don't want to get into too much graphic detail, but okay. it is a it is an unsettling aspect of these shows how how much. Rubber Man stuff happens. Yeah, okay. it's not. I did not like it. Well, Rubber Man. I look. I do not think it is interesting development. I I don't like it. Okay. okay. Well, Rubber yeah. Man. You know, he's around. Well, what I think what's weird about it is this show tries very very hard to be the merging of horror and sexy, and then you throw you know Rubber Man stuff in there, and it's not sexy. It's very unsettling. I don't think it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to you just described the point of the show though. Okay, well maybe it's effective. Man, this horror show is really scary. Okay. And not sexy. Saying, I, what is happening? I'm just saying it, they're, they're trying to be sexy. Okay. Well, and then we'll, and then they're making it super not sexy. We'll play back the recording later and you'll hear I, it. I'm yeah, sure we'll you're right. I'm sure I am talking in circles because this show is one of those things where look, here's what I'll say about the first season. Mm-hmm. It made the most sense. Out of all the seasons. Did it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It did seem like the most basic story they yes. tried to tell. Yes. I'm not sure of that if it made the most sense all around. I mean, I think it, it achieves its goal. But it was clearly. the most straightforward story. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So we, we got a lot to get through. So we're going to move on. Uh, yes. Anything I, I else think to say about Murder House? Um, no, just, just that uh, Dermot right. McDermott is a terrible therapist. All right. So we'll kill Murder House. Yep. Murder House is gone. So we're moving on to season two. Season Asylum. Two, Asylum. Uh-huh. So Asylum is, uh, it's basically, it's exactly what it says. It's about an asylum where people show up. And, and the, I have to say, one of the first things that happened that where I understood how I was going to go with this show for our podcast and my, like it drove <laughs> my ratings, everything uh-huh. that happened is Bloody Face. Yep. Can we just stop and talk about Bloody Face Let's for a second? So why is this happening? Why would they name something yeah. bloody face You're and then reading from my notes why is and this then happening? like compl- and then like say it with like com- like a complete yeah they say normal it very thing. Seriously. like it's like nothing is weird about like Completely it's not just the craziest of irony yep. it's 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 just bizarre like His every name time is bloody face every time the word bloody face is it's like something that a 12 year old would have tried to come uh-huh. up with to scare some adults yep. and they're just all like sitting around humoring that 12 year old again you are reading from my oh, notes i have written face. i have written a couple of different places why did they write why did they let a uh freshman screenwriting student <laughs> write the show. Yeah. yeah. And, and so now that while we're talking about Bloody Face, I, I, a lot of stupid thoughts come to me while we're watching shows for this podcast. One of them was when he had a kid, is the son of Bloody Face named Babyface. Oh, that's nice. I think it might be. That yeah. seemed like that was the most appropriate, because the, the, the kid hasn't done anything. No. But no. is son of Bloody Face. That's so right. there has to be some sort of lineage, therefore. Less Bloody Face? Babyface. Babyface. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I, it, I just looked down at my notes and saw, I, wrote, I just wrote Bloody Face dash dumb name. <laughs> yeah. It's so It's so simple. Terrible. Dumb name. Yeah. So I, what other notes I made, like who has a whip closet? Like at one point, oh, the Jessica yeah. Lange's character, I think, goes to a closet and opens up and it's just full of whips. Yeah. Right. And I get that it's like a religious thing, but like it's just, it's a, it's a devoted giant wooden piece of furniture that's opened up and it's just whips. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's, what is that? I don't know. I don't have an answer for you except to say it's, it's, it was like the entire series. There was just like a, like a drunk old Hollywood 
ingenue off screen going bigger, more, <laughs> bigger. <laughs> and I think someone brought her the, the drawing for the whip cabinet and, and she was like, bigger, oh, I'll more. make your whip cabinet. Right. I'll make your whip cabinet. So we're watching an episode from Asylum in the background right now. And said before is, is the highest rate episode, which is uh, the name game. And yep. there's a name game dance sequence. Sure. Where Jessica Lange sings the name game. Uh-huh. In a, just a bizarre, like what I think is meant to be like kind of a trippy, drugged out it's kind of. It's campy. It's, That's what it is. And it, the sh- like when we watched it, I'm like, oh, this is a weird non sequitur. As we watched more of the show overall, all the rest of the seasons, that became the norm. Like I started yeah. to realize like, yeah. like if they could, every moment of every show would be the name game dance sequence. Yes. It's like they did that and somebody was like, oh, that was really cool. Let's do more again. And then this they just off-screen ingenue. More, bigger. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, I appreciate the appeal of camp, but this show in general kind of took it over the line for me. Well, I wrote, come on, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get to some of that in my comments. I have yep. some, have some thoughts overall on the uh, no holds barred writing philosophy. So so yep. I, so we're in Asylum. One of the bigger in, in parts of Asylum I think we have to talk about is Adam Levine. Yeah. He, so Why? He's, 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 <laughs> What's he doing He's in here? the show. He, he's in the, the wraparound, essentially, for yep. the show. So the yep. show comes in present day. They show up in, like, the abandoned Asylum. And then, yeah, it's weird. They're on their honeymoon, and she has, I guess, a fetish for haunted places. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. It's bright. Sure. It's, Totally normal. Look, why are you judging people? I'm Colin? not king why shaming you? anyone. Wow. Whatever she's into hey. is fine with me. All right, Judgy. So no, um, I'm not. So and then so Adam Levine, as typically will happen in abandoned buildings, gets his arm ripped off. Yep. Uh, and then we don't see them again. I think until the the finale. Right. And it comes back and tells that present day <laughs> to be story. Fair, we have no way of knowing. We didn't watch the middle episode. It's true. That's true. We did miss some. <laughs> so it's possible what, he's in every episode. We watched. We watched some of the middle episodes. Yeah, we 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 jumped in. I wrote the only thought I had about it, which is just a, a shameless joke, is is uh, when Adam Levine eventually bleeds out on the floor of the asylum. I just wrote, "Looks like now it's going to be Maroon 4. Okay. <laughs> Uh, frowny face. <laughs> yeah. You can see, you see I, my frowny I, face. And I put in that yeah. frown. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like yeah. That. It's very, That's very nice. Very sad. It's very uh, sad. Yeah. So, you know, other than that, Asylum, I think a lot of people regard this as the best season. It's a lot of people's favorite huh. season for the most huh. part. It's, it's controversial, but I think overall it seems to be the one that's mentioned the most about, well, this is the best one, which is which is fine. Like it, it's okay. It wasn't my favorite season oh, by any stretch, but I, you know, I think it was, I think it was pretty strong and it's what it was trying to do. So was it about aliens or nuns? I don't know. Both. Okay. Why okay. can't it be All both? Right. I, I don't know. I, I also wrote down, how does this show have more sex than True Blood? Well, that's that's hard to do. That's a good question. I don't know that it does, but it's possible. It's 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 on that level. Certainly trying to for sure. Like it is, it is true blood level, which you know is, is admirable. So, so we have to move along. We got to. I know. I know. Anything yeah. else about Asylum you'd like to? No, I mean, I I have a lot of notes about the fisheye lens, and um, it's a lot easier to see a show when you keep the camera level. But but <laughs> but that's true of every season. So Man. we can we can keep moving. Meow. So <laughs> yes. yeah, it's probably worth worth telling our listeners like. I, I have the normal two pages of notes that we normally take. Colin has like 20. I have six pages of notes. Typically I take one and a half like just on the series and then pages. half a page of just additional comments for the other sections of our podcast. Yeah. I have six full pages. All right. I will say for season three, 
Coven. I only have one note. I only have one note, too, for Coven. This is amazing. All right. So I was, because I was about to say, well, Coven's all yours. So let's move along to Coven. Okay. And I also only made one line, one note. Okay. Here's Uh, what I think we should do. I think you should read yours uh, and I'll read mine and then we just move on. Okay. All right. So uh, mine's going to be easy. So I just wrote for the, I made a little Coven section and my one note just says pass. (laughs) I pass. I'm good. You know, so it's great. That's yeah, a good, that's I, a good I did. I did put in parentheses. I don't think these people know how witches work. <laughs> right, right. I, but I just that's the true. whole coven season. It was the season that we had. We tried to watch it because because watched you, it yeah. pre podcast. We'd watched yeah. a few episodes. Like maybe I think we four. were both like, oh, people talk about the show a lot, and we like horror, so let's try it. Yeah, and, and we were. I think it was we were going to go to the to the Halloween Horror Nights right. event, and we we're right. trying to watch a little bit. Getting prepared. I just couldn't do it. this yeah, season was. It. Easily my least favorite season, maybe my least favorite thing I've ever seen on a television wow. screen. It is it is just it is an abomination. You know, actors, actors I like in the show, it was awful. It was awful. All right. All right. What did you have to say? My note is I just wrote witches, colon. Not sure if every shot is askew or if I was just rolling my eyes constantly. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's all I wrote. I it think was, I intended to write more. That's all I wrote. Pretty sure it was both. I, I, I purposely wrote pass. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to. So we're going to move along. Not engaging. Yeah, if you're, if you're a fan of the coven season, sorry. Good for you. I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed it. Cool. We did not. Yeah, we, page, we did. Sorry. Page three of yeah. my notes. Write us and all let right. us know. So Freak Show, mm-hmm. I have an entire page of notes on. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot to say about Freak Show. Um, um, why, don't you, why don't you start? I wrote Jessica Lang is lucky she was so good in Tootsie. Otherwise, this would make her career unforgivable. Wow. Yeah, I know. Wow. I, I am I, Mrs. Lang. I, I am so sorry. Wrote, this is, this is, that was symptomatic of what I wrote later, which is I've turned on this show season one through three. I just disliked it. <laughs> but now I think the only way out is for all of us to dismantle our TVs and the entire oh. industry to just shut down. Oh, my God. I got hostile. Wow. It, was, it wasn't even it wasn't even that I disliked the show so much. Mm-hmm. I think it was it was just. Just that it's so not my cup of tea. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's not that I thought it was bad. I mean, I did. I don't know. I just, I just turned on it. I just, I just, I lost it. Wow, that is. Uh, you just went nuclear. Yeah, like on I the said, show. it got hostile. I, so I started out for Freak Show. The first note I wrote was before it even started. I just made a note that says this has to be better than Coven, right? <laughs> like j- just a hopeful thing I wrote down. Like That's this funny, is gotta. I, I wrote this has to be the worst season, right? I, no, I, and it was. I, I Freak Show was was bad, and and I think problematic in a lot of ways. But it, it wasn't. It wasn't my least favorite season. I I, I wrote a note that says I hope Sarah Paulson got paid double. Yep. For this season, and then also related to that, neck holes for days. Yeah. Uh, a lot of neck holes going on. Oh, yeah. The costume department oh, was yeah. working overtime, which they won an Emmy for. Good for I them. Think, for yeah. Day, I, 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 is... I will say I did like the costumes mm-hmm. in many of the seasons. Yeah. Uh, so, so, can we talk about Twisty? The clown? Oh, gosh. Do yeah. have to? Let's yes. talk about Talk about Twisty. So I, I wrote, this clown is not funny. <laughs> do not like. Okay. I, Twisty, I didn't like that. Now, you, you should you should disclose you do not like clowns. You, uh, you personally. As a rule. Who, right. Who, who likes clowns, I don't, though? I don't, I don't like clowns, but I'm not, let's say, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm not scared of them I don't, the uh, way well, most people I are. don't want to advertise to the world one right. of my Achilles heels. Sure. But, but sure. let's just suffice it to say me and clowns. Not not, cool. on, not on speaking terms, right? At this Fair point enough. Fair in my enough. life, and so Twisty was, you know, not. I, I won't go as far as to say it was. I didn't find anything really about this show 
scary. Although there was one jump scare for you, the oh, we'll yeah, get to yeah, later. Yeah, that's, that's later. Yeah, uh, but but for the most part, I didn't find it scary. But Twisty was was a pretty good horror element. Yeah, in a show that I feel like lacks good credible horror elements. Yeah, I, I agree not with not that. all the time, but for the most part, like it's there. It's a lot of style over substance. Like this Agreed. one was a was a hit. Yeah, I think yeah, they, they for hit sure. they hit gold on on Twisty. I, I agree completely. Um, I, I also wrote every season is basically a ripoff of HBO shows. I wouldn't be surprised if next year is AHS Hamsterdam. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this did remind me a little this bit of Carnival. Carnival. Yeah. yeah, Carnival, one of my very favorite shows. Yes. Maybe my favorite show yes. of all time. It's certainly one of my top five, but it was very Carnival-esque. This was also a season where the scale was tipped for me on a very specific subject that I think the show does very poorly. Previously, I was annoyed at the accent styles uh-huh. or uh let's let's put it nicely inability for most char- most actors to do accents correctly sure this season at the beginning of my notes i wrote maybe jessica lang just shouldn't do accents ever and then later i just wrote no more accents please oh. <laughs> yeah i i don't think they hired an accent coach on set i don't know well, whatever it was the, the boston accents in season two were not good this put it over the that's, edge that's fair you know i don't think uh i don't think they were they were very consistent with the accents for <laughs> sure. they were, nice they were saying, making yes. choices about the accents oh yes they were for better or worse they were they were a little inconsistent the last note i wrote about freak show was you know i just i'll say this they're, they're going for it like at this point like i kind of understood what the writing staff was going like the Creators of this show are no stone unturned, no chance untaken, which again, like it or not, and then I wrote right after they're going for it, I wrote not panning out though, Uh, (laughs) but some respect from me uh, for their just, uh, you know, willingness to throw it all out there and there is no, like, we're not taking notes, we're putting this on screen, if you don't like it, you know, you can hear, there's the door type of deal, and so there's, and it just goes crazier and crazier as it goes like we're in yep. freak show and i watch this and i'm like oh this has to be the peak crazy nope it's not it is not it's not no i think i think i agree 100 percent. you you got to give them credit for saying this is what we're doing they're committing 100 mm-hmm. percent. and i think that that might be a perfect segue into season five because i think yeah. i think that is never more evident than in season five hotel we've got lady gaga as the countess yep check me in yes check me in yes Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, okay, so we have a lot to say. I know you have a lot to say. I think this might have been my favorite season. Okay. We can get into that when we talk about yeah. the Dundies, yeah, but I, I think, you know, it's not it, it's not any different from any of the other... In fact, I just wrote, hotel is just murder house, but in a hotel. Yeah. Which yeah, is that's, much better set design. That's true. It, it went a little bit more shining. Oh, yeah. I, I think than, than murder house, but along those same lines, it was very shining-esque, a lot of the imagery, like it was... You can call it an homage... If you want to, but it was a lot of repurposing is yeah. a nice way to say oh, it. Yes. Of some of that stuff. is the nicest. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I, the first one I wrote was TripAdvisor Zero Stars. Oh, yeah. I, uh, said, I said, how does this place stay in business? The reviews must be terrible. Uh, yeah. Zero, so zero stars for service, but the hotel seems nice. <laughs> um, I, I also wrote, I feel bad for the housekeeping staff. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I, you know, there's in just. In fact, they say that at one point. Somebody yeah. murders a bunch of people and someone just says, oh, call housekeeping. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. man, guys. Come on. Like not as bad yeah. as, as as I felt for the housekeeping staff for Bachelor in Paradise. I think that's that's <laughs> right. a little that's worse than working at, at the American Horror Stories Hotel. But nonetheless, a uh, difficult time I think they're having. Uh, now this is a joke that you and I both made I think simultaneously, but I wrote it down and I want to share it. Sure. Uh, we we first meet Lady Gaga and her boyfriend, I guess. It's Lady Gaga. You know, I know it is. Okay. I just like saying it. That I, just, way. I feel like there's people listening to this episode right now that are. Sc- 
screaming into their phones. You're not wrong. Okay. I'm, I'm wrong. Right. I just like it. Okay. Um, and I have the microphone. So that's, <laughs> that's true. It's your podcast. It. So anyway, so, so they, this couple meets another couple mm-hmm. at a outdoor screening, which is weird sure. place to pick up yeah. a date. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, then they, then they of course murder them. And mm-hmm. we both said at the same time, she got gagat. <laughs> yeah, she did get gagat. Uh, I, I think that we had a lot of fun when we were watching well, the show. I, I'll admit it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to my the, maybe the proudest I've ever been of of a joke, and I, I think I recall writing this down and, oh, and refusing to. You were very excited. But I, yeah, I'm, about I'm, it. I'm, I'm almost afraid. I think this may be the best joke ever written by anyone. Wow. Okay. But we'll see. I'm gonna throw it out there. It, it was. It occurred to me as I was watching. So Lady Lady Gaga has a like a fingernail knife thing that she uses oh, yes. to cut people and drink their, their blood throat. and their yeah. vampires. I don't. Yeah. I, it's, I couldn't quite well, that, follow. That was what was interesting. I didn't know if this was vampire season or not. I, I think in some ways. I think it was just. I think, it, I think was. it was. I think it was like kitchen sink. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just everything. Hundred percent. In a good way. Uh, yeah. But I, I I wrote that the the name of Lady Gaga's fingernail knife it has its own name. Which is which is Blady Gaga? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes I, me I don't know so, what to say. It makes me so happy. <laughs> it makes me. It makes me really. It's just the stupidest things bring me joy in life. And when I when I when I thought of and wrote down Blady Gaga, <laughs> I, I want it to have its own show, and I want it to have its own after show called Talking Blady Gaga. Okay, uh, that's extreme. That's what I want. Talking Blade. That's what I want. If there's anyone listening from the FX network that can make that happen, I would happily collaborate and, and provide more just idiotic material for your, <laughs> yeah. for your show. Yeah, that's the standard we're uh-huh. working with. Yeah, this was also the season that, that I, I noticed Sarah Paulson plays two parts. Yes. Which became a theme. Like when it oh, first yeah, happened, she does that a lot. When it first happened, I she shows up and she plays multiple parts. But she looks the same. Right. So this, I think this started in Asylum. She plays the same character in two different time periods, basically, right. Lana Winter or whatever. And, uh-huh. and then this journalist character comes back in later seasons in the exact same way. So so I don't know if you're familiar, but there are fan theories on the internet about yeah. how all of these actually take place in the same universe. Okay. Fascinating, right? Impossible, some might say. Well, they do, and I think in, in later seasons they prove that. In fact, I've read some about Apocalypse where they they kind of go out of their way to bring a lot of this stuff in. I think it's rumored that this year and that Apocalypse is going to start to tie some of that stuff together, which we, we may never find out. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Unless. So I, I, the last note I, I wrote is, is which I don't know if there's a better, this isn't very interesting, but it's the only way I can think to describe it, is the murderer's row stuff is bonkers. Yeah. The, the season finale where they show up and it's Jeffrey Dahmer and John Wayne Gacy and uh, it's unsettling. It's craziness. Like it is the parts that they're playing, the, the heights that the actors are going to, to play. It is just insane to, to watch. Like it's really, really crazy. And yet when the fashion designer wore a turtleneck, that was the most unbelievable part. of All right. Wow. That's, that's, that's harsh. I, I have one last note on season five and then we can move on. Uh-huh. And that is something that we discussed while we were watching. And that is that this show f- fundamentally misunderstands throw anatomy. Yeah. Very yeah. often they would <laughs> slash with Lady, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga uh-huh. would slash all the way across the neck mm-hmm. and it would, it would be a shooting all, all directions, blood just everywhere uh-huh. in all directions like a waterfall. Yeah. And that's just not how throats work. Well, that's... <laughs> So, so let's move along then to, to to Roanoke. 
Oh, Roanoke. Yeah. This, this was a low point for me. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Roanoke. So the season that just really went nuts. So so Roanoke is is unique, I think, out of all of the seasons of American Horror Story in that it's about a reality show. It's not American Horror Story. It's not right. presented it's, it's, as American. It's right. my Roanoke Nightmare, it's I think, is the name of the show. And even the credit sequence for the, for the season opener doesn't say American Horror Story. Right. It says My Roanoke Nightmare. It's kind of set yep. up like a ghost chasers type of deal with uh, confessionals and there's different actors yes. playing the parts of the real life person and the person That's right, in the film story. Yep. It was strange. It was an interesting idea. I'm not sure it really worked out in a way that made it compelling for me. Like it seemed like it was an interest, like it was a good pitch probably. I'm not sure it like totally... Hit its mark. Yeah, I don't think so either. I also wrote down these reenactments are a direct personal attack on unsolved mysteries. Oh well, yeah. yeah don't not in this house. Yeah, don't exactly. come. Don't come at unsolved mysteries. It, it also house. was just really strange in the in the season finale. You know, they they go out of their way to make sure that every single shot exists as part of a TV show, and they go out of their way to show you what the different shows are to explain why you're seeing different things the way you're seeing it. Right. And then the last what ten minutes of the show, they just show you a, a regular scene from the show. Right. Which you know, just completely broke it for me. I mean, I don't know if they did that throughout the season and we just only then did you realize you weren't watching. (laughs) No, no, I I got it. It was just the, they, they, you know, they dropped the premise that they were intent on building. So Uh yeah, it worked for me. Yeah. I just, I wrote, (laughs) I just wrote this just turned into eight different shows. Yeah. Like towards the end of it. So one of the first notes I wrote was, I just wrote Cuba. (laughs) Exclamation point. So, so Cuba Gooding Jr. shows up. Oscar winner. And this Oscar winner, Cuba Gooding Jr. shows up in this, season it does a good job again the, the acting performances in these shows i would say this season had the best acting yeah they're they're pretty good i think the writing doesn't always set them up for being believable <laughs> for being as, as human good. beings yeah or otherwise <laughs> not great but cuba Gooding jr shows up a, a, a you know actor with some some clout and does a pretty good job another note i wrote i think that happened in the the season openers this is the only jump scare that, that yes. got you was yes. the was the car the, I think it was Pigman. It eventually turned out to be. I don't know if it was Kathy. I thought Bates. it was Kathy Bates. Yeah, I Kathy Bates, I thought it was Oscar winner Kathy. The Bates. scene where she's driving on the road, leaving, and yeah, she something um, shows Sarah up. Sarah Paulson's the, character is leaving, and just yeah. out of the blue, something. It was crazy. On the road. You screamed and fell out of bed, and your hair your hair was standing on end. <laughs> okay, well, uh, headed up when in I a pineapple. <laughs> yeah, uh, so which was you know which was good. There there wasn't a lot of that in the show. I, I think you know. No, I, I give them credit, and that will be reflected in my score. Uh, yeah. Yep. That was that was a pretty good one. Which is um, ironic because this is the show where I wrote. I never realized how long an hour was until I spent it watching American Horror oh, Story. Yeah, they, this this season really dragged on for me. It was it was tough. And we only watched two episodes, two episodes so I know. of this. It was yeah, tough. it was it was difficult. I, I wrote episode ten. What's happening? Paley Fest. <laughs> what's like? I just like I was just writing fragmented right. sentences I at this part. I was Paley just Fest. it's, it's just weird. nuts. Yeah, it turns into a lot it's of unnecessary. Uh, after the, one of the hallmarks of the show, season after season. Which was interesting because we watched a lot of in between episodes, but for the most part, we always watched the the season premiere yep. and the season finale. Yep. And the, we kind of realized after we got into it, the season finale is almost like an epilogue every yeah, season. Sometimes, so yeah. really, if you want to see the conclusion of the story, for the most part, you should watch the second to last uh, episode of the season, um, which, we, which we didn't do a lot of times. And so we got a, a little bit of a different a different viewpoint on it. But this one in particular was very epilogue Yeah, it was, for sure. It was like a, everybody's going to come back after the wrap of the season and there's some other stuff and we're going to... It was the conclusion clearly happened before and this was just a bunch of... 
here's how we're going to figure out how to like kill everybody off. Yep. Um, I don't have any more notes on Roanoke. I, I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah. I made a note that Sarah Paulson's playing double parts again. Yep. That continued yep. to surprise me. And then at the last thing I wrote in the season finale is pig man on the loose. <laughs> okay. Uh, that guy was getting his. Yeah. He was yeah, creepy. He was, he was creepy. He was creepy. But, we, but let's move on to cult. Yes. Um, American yes. Horror Story cult. The season seven. Season seven. The last complete season we saw. Yeah. This one, I'll let you start. I didn't have a lot okay, to say Okay. Yeah. My first season. note, this is the worst season. Right, it can't get worse than this question mark. <laughs> I also wrote related. Can't we get like a vampire season or something? Because yeah. <laughs> you know the premise of this. I, I get it. There's more to it than this, but the premise of this essentially was the 2016 election happened, and it, that's a real horror story. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's a little. I'll just say lazy, you know, yeah. it, it just, it was just not interesting to watch. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You know, it, it was, um, I, the political stuff kind of turned me off a little bit. I, I think, you know, it was very stilted and, and kind of, it, it wasn't very veiled in some of the, some of the stuff they were trying to pull off. So I, yeah. I the political theater was a bad choice here. Like I, like I, I get it. And I don't even, this isn't a political podcast <laughs> clearly, but I don't even disagree with a lot of, uh, a lot of the politics of the show. It just was a, you know, it was a little, it was just a weird representation of, of a specific, but it was just, it was odd. It felt weird to me. Like it was yeah, just it didn't feel like a horror It wasn't story. the time or place. Like, it, you know. Yeah, it was, it was, it was not the right platform. It was weird. Yeah. Like it, it felt it. like we were, we weren't watching American Horror Story. We were watching like a drama about, it was just, it was odd. About politics. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. The other thing that was interesting, I think about this, uh, about this show <laughs> where first I wrote, this is straight up bad. Uh, <laughs> and then I wrote parentheses, I wrote F-bomb city. Like this was yeah. the first season where they, like the gloves came off with the cursing. Like they, and, and it was seasons after this, like they, there was no more editing. And so I don't know if that's a, a byproduct of the progression of what's allowed on. I can talk about cable. that a little bit if you would like. Well, yeah. maybe I didn't quite understand. Like this, this episode noticeably, there was a lot more like just casual cursing. It felt like watching an HBO show. Yeah. So something that has happened in cable in the last couple of years is that, uh, and, and FX, you got to give them credit for leading the charge. They've just sort of said, well, we're not officially regulated by the FCC. We are beholden to our advertisers and to, I mean, I don't know that they're, this is what they're actually saying, but essentially they can curse if they want to, just like they can show all sorts of awful sex acts on the right. show. They, we've certainly seen naked butts prior to this show, but I, I don't know if we've seen any other actual naked body parts in this show. But, yeah. but anyway, the, I think the idea is basically if they can give their directors and writers artistic liberty to say the F word, as long as no one complains, you know, it's, it's something that who's going to stop them essentially. And so, and so it's kind of become an interesting thing to watch it go down that path. It started, I think the first time we really noticed it not bleeped was on the show Louie, but it might've happened before that. Yeah, maybe this, it was definitely a, a real, corner turned in yeah. the show because we watched before like in this type of a show you this like if you're trying to go for realism and how people talk in these situations like That's with people accurate, yeah. getting their arms ripped off yeah. and facing uh you know all this craziness like there would be a lot of cursing yeah it's, it's also very possible that it was edited when it aired on fx but because we watched it on hulu they just give them the unedited yeah, version yeah that's possible so, for yeah. sure but it, it was it was prevalent in in this show uh for sure another thing that i noticed was the, the writing is not great um as we've mentioned before it feels like it was written by children and nothing was more noticeable 
people than when they used actual pinky swears. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah. I was trying to. I wrote a note. To my, yep. I'm glad you mentioned that. I was. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there like, look. I wrote a note that just says pinky swear power question mark. Yep. And I couldn't remember why I wrote. Yeah, because they actually used pinky swears. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a little it's odd. I, and then after that, I just wrote awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, it's like it was written by children, is what I wrote. And uh, I, I also again, you know, I, I don't want to be negative, but I, I just have to share. I wrote down. I hate this show. I hate it. It sucks. <laughs> oh. This particular season. This whole time I didn't really know how much me. you were suffering. Well. Right beside me watching the show. Right. Uh, we, we were suffering together. We didn't yeah. know it. So, so yeah, the, yeah. Well, I think we knew it. Cult for, yeah, was uh, not the worst season to me. But Coven will never be surpassed. But it was, it was, I, I, it was close to it. I liked Coven better than Cult. Cult yeah. to me was, was just... It was bordering on preachy. It wasn't an American Horror Story. No, it really it, wasn't. It, it, it didn't fit the like like even regardless of even if you liked the show, like sure. it wasn't yeah. it wasn't a horror story. No, it was just a story about it. Yeah. it was you know I don't know it was yeah. odd. I agree. It's very odd. It's very it's very purgy. I remember watching it. I'm like, oh, this has got a lot of the purge in it. Like they watched the you know a bunch of the hundred percent movies of purge and they they you know kind of took that and ran with it. Yep. Um, but we got we got to move along. We don't That's have time right. to spend That's on right. cult. Colin? That's right. We can't talk about cult anymore. I'm we got glad about, to hear we, it. We got to talk about apocalypse. That's right. It's apocalypse time. Uh, yeah. So the first note I wrote for uh-huh. apocalypse, which is just a real bummer now that I'm looking at it. Again, we, we watched the very first episode. We should yes. say that we should state that when we, yes. we're doing our we watch. We have not the, watched subsequent episodes. We've not. We'll, we'll see. If I don't know. Do. I kind of want to check yeah, in we on might, it. We might want to see what I happens. Have, I have some thoughts on that. We, yeah, we may. It may have won us over. So uh, I, I wrote Billy Eichner's here. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then right after that, I wrote never mind because I'm pretty sure he gets annihilated he didn't in, make in a it. nuclear blast. Yeah. So this this season, it it seemed to be returning to its roots a la Hotel and Freak Show where it was like they said, weirder. No, weirder. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Definitely weirder. Yep. Like, it, right. again, this off-screen ingenue is just yelling, bigger, more, weirder. <laughs> and I just have to jump right to it. Do it. The thing... I know what you're going to say. More than anything else on this show, I have to give them credit should we for say, this line. Should we say it together? Yes. Ready? One, two, three. The, the stew, stew is stew. stew. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. It happened. They have a character named Stew, yeah. and they made him into Stew. Uh-huh. I, what I have else to can worry. you say? Like yes, it's that's you know incredible. it's so stupid. It's amazing. Yeah, I have like, to give like, them credit. They they turned a corner. They said we're not serious anymore. Now we're having yeah, fun. With I, it. Yeah, I like to think that they were in the writers' room, like knowing how nutty this was, and just like I like to think they're having a good time writing the show and not intending it to be actually scary, you know, <laughs> scary or so. disturbing. There's like we're just gonna write something insane. Yeah, like that that makes me feel better. Other, but I'm afraid there's also. The writers are like, like, like this is an honest attempt at like a, 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 a I, bet, I don't know. I bet it's a fight in the writers' room. Someone is like, "No, we need to be serious," and someone is like, "The stew is stew." Yeah, the, yeah, the stew is stew was was the correct choice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I I also just have to give credit to the set design and the costumes for Apocalypse because uh-huh. again, they they just got weird with it, and I appreciate it. Yeah, the the uh, the note I wrote about costumes. The last thing I wrote about Apocalypse is just horse gas masks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing, you guys. <laughs> Just great. It's incredible. Great decision making. It's 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 you know, are you not entertained? Right. You know agree hundred percent. Yeah. So so those are the seasons. I think overall thoughts 
on the show. I have to add the first question. I think we have to we have to we've established what our least favorite seasons are, but I think we should just state for the record. What's your favorite season, Colin? Which one? What's your favorite? Which one's the uh, I I will say my favorite is Hotel. Okay, I think that's fair. I, I think Hotel might be my favorite season, although I it's it's between Hotel and Freak Show. Okay. Yeah, All right. I, and, and it's not because I like Freak Show. As I think it's more of as entertainment value. It is just the the craziest nonsense on screen. As yep. was Hotel. The reason why I liked it, it was just insane. I think I think Hotel is a better story, but it didn't feel as original. I don't know. Like it's it's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite. Fair. It's easy to pick a least favorite because some of oh, these yeah. are just real yeah. real dogs. Yeah. Um, um, I will also say that I I'm curious to check back in on Apocalypse because I could see it getting. It could be fun. Weird. Yeah. yeah it could be fun. I, I think the one thing it's. It's, it's this weird complex of when you're in the middle of watching it, is Hotel good? No, or, it's or, not good. Or, or, good it, isn't or, the word. or are the other seasons so awful that you watch, you know, something like Coven or, you know, Cult or Roanoke and then you watch Hotel and you're like, oh, this, yeah. is, this is great. I, I think that's fair. I also think that my interest in this show, the, the thing about this show that is appealing for me, again, is this really campy nature. So the more fun that they're having with right. it, the more I'm enjoying it. And that's definitely the case for Hotel. They, they, they said, we got Lady Gaga. We're going to give her Lady Gaga. We've got some it. vampires. We've got some crazy... They just they leaned into it. We gave Sarah Paulson some incredible hair, which, by the way, was working for her. Uh-huh. And I, I think they just leaned into it, and that's what I liked about it. And again, that's what I like about Apocalypse so far. We've got some weird underground stuff going on, and I like it. Yeah, I think so. One of the overall notes I should mention, and we'll we'll move into into over dramatic here. But one of the overall notes I mentioned was about Sarah Paulson. So there's only two actors that have been in every yep. episode. Evan yep. Peters yep. and Sarah Paulson. Yep. They've had a lot of actors that have been in a lot of shows, but only those two have been in every every season. And Sarah Paulson now plays multiple roles. And so oh, I think yeah. if there's a star of this show, it's Sarah Paulson. And watching her, like, I, I, when you clockwork orange this thing like we did <laughs> yes. and just consume it, Fitting. Yes. Uh, you know, Sarah Paulson's parts she gets to play are just, sometimes not very good. Like she's not got a lot of material to work with. And so I found myself over the run of the show, like disliking Sarah Paulson because of the parts. And I had this opinion for him, but I, I saw Sarah Paulson, the actual person on a talk show, maybe James Corden, I don't remember a talk show the other night. And she's, she's actually really funny. Like she's, she's like a normal person. So I got this weird complex of like, when you force feed this stuff, it can really weirdly change your opinion on a person or an actor, depending on what they're actually given to play. And so I, I think I, I turned from like sometimes in some of these seasons, like Sarah Paulson's part would show up and I would kind of groan and be like, Oh no, no, no. there we go. <laughs> here we and go. sometimes it was good and sometimes it was bad. I don't know, but it was like a, you know, Oh, here we go again. Yep. Uh, and I think I kind of turned a corner with that, right. I have some appreciation for her stick to itiveness <laughs> for like, she is just, you know, she is giving it, uh, giving it her best. And she's done some other good work. She was in the other, Ryan Murphy, the the OJ series yep. where she played Marsh Clark. She was, yeah, I don't know if that was show was good stuff. or not, but yeah. she was very good in that show. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought as a, as a, as a quote, if there's a star of this show, uh, besides Ryan Murphy with his fingerprints all over, I think it's Sarah yep. Paulson and she's, she's doing a lot of work. Yeah. And, and working hard. along those lines, I will say something about this show, which is, which is dealing a phrase from one of our favorite podcasts. And that is everyone on this show is trying their best. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're all trying their best. Everyone's trying their best. Yeah, Evan yep. Peters does a good job. I think Evan Peters gets he feels like he plays the same part 
Except for oh, Hotel. creepy white guy? Yeah, yeah, he plays kind of the same the, the version of the same, but they write it for him, but he, yeah. he doesn't get a lot of variation in his parts, except it's for Hotel. Hotel, he shows up as like the weird, like the old timey, <laughs> yeah. it was bizarre. Like <laughs> I can't even, weird. I don't even want to go back there, but it was, <laughs> it was, super weird. It, it was interesting at least. Um, yeah. Any other, any other final? General thoughts, thoughts? No, I'll save them for our other sections, but I, I would like to reiterate that I think the accents were unnecessary and bad. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up close ups and have the showdown orchestra play us off. Apologize. It's, it's some, very spooky. Yeah, something's. I don't know. Something's <laughs> gotten haunted. into the the showdown orchestra. Really is is. Uh, I don't know if they're playing practical joker uh, or what's going on here. But now it is time for our most unpopular take. Let's get over dramatic. Oh boy. Nice. Okay. That's, nice. That is quite dramatic. So, uh, so Colin, would you like to? I I, I would love to. Mine is very short, very sweet. Sure. I think the haunted houses were much better than the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's you know we we saw two different years of haunted houses each year covered three seasons and i think we saw uh asylum dude did it start it started with the first three right it was it was no i think it jumped around okay yeah, i don't okay. remember exactly that's fair because I, I think the first year we saw it it included hotel yeah. mm-hmm. um but i think it basically included the first six seasons over the two years mm-hmm. and i i just thought they were really cool it, it yeah, was really well done and having seen the show now i i think they it was well executed and very scary, mm-hmm. um, more we, so than the show. We knew where the exit was. That's right. We could just choose to leave. That's right. If we wanted. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's interesting. I, I I would I would agree with you, but I think that's easy just because we we you know we prefer that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we Enjoy like haunted houses. Uh, yeah, my take is a little bit more straightforward. Uh, you know, I, I wrote that this show is full of strong actors. Uh, it should be a better show, but the direction won't get out of the way. And uh, you know, I, it's I hate to say that, but like it's kind of true. Like the yeah. direction is just so overbearing in the show that it, t- and I get that it's like a component of the show. And again, I'll be, ref- it'll be reflective when we get to some other parts. Like I, I appreciate that they're taking chances and like making these really bold choices, but man, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot, lot to take. I mean, you definitely have to be on board for that style. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. So, so with that, that will make for a pretty, a pretty short over dramatic statement, but this show is so dramatic, Colin. It is. On its own. It doesn't it need is. us. That's right. It doesn't need us to make it dramatic. That's right. It's, it's, it's it Lady Gaga's there. can handle itself without stew a problem. Stew. So with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up over dramatic. We're going to take uh, a really quick break, but don't go away. Cause when we come back, we're going to hand out some awards and pass some judgment. Hey everybody, this is Cliff, your TV idiot. And this is your television expert, Colin. And we're here to tell you all about our pre-award winning podcast called The Showdown. We know you love TV. We do too. And we're not here to judge how much. So to feed your craven addiction, we'll explore one amazing all-time TV show on every single episode. This episode, we're watching Home Improvement. We're watching Bachelor in Paradise. Low Deck Mediterranean. Gilmore Girls. We're watching Mr. Ed. Friends. The Curse of Oak Island. We're watching Unsolved Mysteries. The Golden Girls. Family Matters. True Blood. We'll talk trivia, play games, rate, and of course, throw down some very questionable opinions. The show is a is a murderer. <laughs> Robert Stack's trench coats have everything. Shoulder pads, <laughs> buttons, lapels, earth tones. Yeah, they're incredible. Well, four hooves and a mouth is like five fingers. 
right? If you think oh, about boy. it, so okay. it's like it's like a one-handed surgeon. Okay. Don't think about it too yeah, hard. It, it would right, totally work, right. though. Yeah. I, look, if if I needed emergency surgery and the only physician available were Mr. Ed, I would let him operate. Okay. The answer is always more, more ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> You're purporting that Mr. T is the charismatic element of the A-Team? He's the only one well, I know. Why don't you just say Murdoch for that? No, you know what? Stop. Okay. So listen to the showdown on any service where fine podcasts are available and channel surf over to our website for more surprises at www.showdownpodcast.com. See you soon. All right. Welcome back from the break. It is time to get our fanciest formal wear mm-hmm. on. It is Dundee time. Again, showdown orchestra. I, I don't know what they're doing. I think it's funny. Okay, I well, like it. I'm they're enjoying hilarious, it. Hilarious guys. Yes. <laughs> Good prank. Uh-huh. All right, Cliff. Do you want to start us off with the best Dundee, or do do you want to start with worst? What should we do? Let's start with best. Yeah, I think we can start with best. Um, so mine goes to the writing staff for this show, <laughs> not for quality, but for courage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know that they're writing the best show on television. In fact, I can say definitely they are not writing no, the best show on television. No. But, you know, they're they're really going for it. Like, Jumping the Shark doesn't even... Like, they started off on the other side of the shark That's and right. started running, like, as fast as they could the other way. I, yeah, I have appreciation for that. It doesn't always work out, but but there's no safety in this show. There are no safe choices being made in this show, and there, there's, that's that's to be... Uh, to be committed. So that that's my best. I also have two honorable mentions. Uh, my first honorable mention is is Twisty. Okay. As wrote, he's scary. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's a scary man. Uh, and then my, my second honorable mention is is for Jessica Lang for the same reasons that I, I wanted to honor the the writing staff. Just courage. Yep. <laughs> Just so much so much courage. I, I pulled a, I pulled a soundbite that you might oh, okay. recognize. That's that's I think my favorite line from Jessica Lang in the show. Naughty pie. <laughs> And I, I want to make it my ringtone. Like it's naughty pie. It's just the most amazing soundbite I've uh-huh. I've ever. Let's, let's just one more time. Yep. Naughty pie. Oh, it's yep. so good. Yep. It's so good. And you good. know, and she she sings songs. She does all oh, sorts yeah, of stuff. She does it it all. is crazy, and some of it's terrible, but some of it's fun. Yeah. You know, and I I, I think for an actress of her stature, right, a kind of very a super accomplished actor, and Kathy Bates is in that same. In that same boat, I, I, I think it's I think it's worthy of an honorable mention. Excellent, that's wonderful. Um, my best Dundee goes to costume designers mm-hmm. and uh, specifically hotel season Lady Gaga's costumes. Okay. I thought they that's were so incredible. Specific. I really liked them. Okay, that's, that's, great. Wins that's great. The Dundee. Uh-huh. That's great. That's that's what awards are for. Uh-huh. The the most impressive. And wonderful things. Um, I also have an honorable mention, something mm. we have mentioned before, uh-huh. but I just really love it. And the honorable mention goes to whoever came up with the stew is stew. Yeah, the stew is stew is a that that may be a if we ever have a hall of fame for lines. Yeah. yeah. On our podcast, that that's that's you know year one class nominee for that's sure. Right. Along that's with right. naughty pies. Yeah, they they're, they're both going in there. In fact, we'll we'll look and see if we can pull a the stew is stew. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm right here for a future show, just for emphasis. I think yep. it will help out. So, uh, so should I talk about my my worst? Yes, please. So my worst is I also have an honorable uh, mention for this. Uh, I wrote camera moves. Uh, yeah. It's too much, y'all. 
check yourself. Like, <laughs> wow. like it's, there's two that just, you got to relax with it. Like it's dizzying how much they're just like the, I mean, you even commented like at one point, like just hold the camera still. Like yeah. they can't just, yeah. like it's either turning upside down or yep. it's the focus is going crazy or it's, there's just something bizarre going on that like, are they trying, are they experimenting with filming techniques or are they trying to like catch the lines that somebody else wrote? Like there's just so much going on. Like it was, to me, that was, it was so distracting. Like it was too much. And then uh, honorable mention for worst, uh, I just wrote accents. Woof. <laughs> there, there, there's some, it's, it's rough. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. There's yeah, some Boston especially was bad. Yeah. There's some, uh, whew, there's some real, uh, some real tough ones in there, yeah. but you know, again, strong choices Courage. going for it. <laughs> Nobody said no. That's right. They weren't watching dailies. Clearly they're just like, we got it moving yeah. on. We That's don't a need wrap. Another take. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> Uh, yep. What was your worst? Um, along the same lines as, as your worst, Dundee, mine goes to the use of subtlety. Okay. In that there was none. Uh-huh. So not able to be accepted, I guess. <laughs> Colin, you have to suspend disbelief. I, I'm on board. I'm Look, you didn't it's, know that. it's just, I, I get it. You know, like, mm-hmm. like you say, sometimes they were just going for something, and I get the style, and I get the point, and I get the message. I'm just not on board. Yeah. I, you know, I, okay. So I, I think those are, I think those are worthy awards, a, a, a short one, but I, I think very to the point here, we will take these awards. Of course, no one showed up here to, to claim these, which is odd. I, yeah. I, I'd sent an email to Jessica Lang's agent, but I didn't hear anything back, which is, you know, <laughs> Did a, you see a little rude. <laughs> right. I think it's a little rude and that I didn't even get a response, but um, we'll, we'll take these awards and we will uh, ship them to a bunker. I guess where yeah. everyone is is uh, currently currently housed in the apocalypse season. So yeah, we'll did you know down. what the bunker is made out of? You're, what? Naughty pine. Okay, come on. <laughs> Naughty pine. All right, there it is. Okay, so I, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up Dundee's. I think we've I think we've uh, embarrassed ourselves and everyone we know <laughs> uh, enough, and we'll have the showdown orchestra uh, play us out of the Dundee's. <laughs> So I'm, I like it. Uh, yeah. Obviously someone has gotten into the sound effects setup of our show Ryan Murphy and, did. And, uh, and, and set up some pranks and, and, you know, but we can't dwell on that Colin. It's time no, to get, we've got it's time to get important serious. Things to do. We've, we've got to put our suits on. It's time to go before judge stone and give our closing arguments and pass some judgment. Colin, are, are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. This is a night. This is the night. I was created for. I'm going to put on my best disguise and go knocking on everybody's door. This is a night. This is a night. Yeah. I'm Tell not going to argue. Yeah. What can I tell you? You know, our normal sound effects have been replaced by by some prank sound effects, and that's it's wacky. It's yeah. a it's a it's a good prank. It's very spooky. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, so closing arguments is of course the part of the show where we go through and give our our, our final thoughts uh, to sum up how we feel about the show overall, uh, and then we give it a score. Yeah. Uh, that score is on a scale of zero to five stars for each participant. We'll then add those scores up in true star search fashion to give it a total score out of zero to 10 stars and then enter that in our big leaderboard of all the shows that we've done here on the podcast uh, and rank it on our big board. So uh, Colin, would you like to go first? I would. I have some things to say. They're, they're not really cohesive thoughts, so I'll just, I'll just put it all out there and, and see how we feel. First and foremost, Ryan Murphy just isn't for me. Okay. You know, okay. he is for a lot of people. A lot of people love him. Uh-huh. He does a lot of stuff that 
I have enjoyed, mm-hmm. but in general, he's just not for me. You're, and that's okay. Even being a big glee head like you yep. are. I'm, I, a, okay. I'm a gleaniac. You're a real gleek, I think is gleek. the name uh, yes, of right. right. that particular faction. Yep. Uh, so so anyway, this this particular show goes to show me that that late Ryan Murphy okay. is just not wow, for me. something yeah. happened to Ryan Murphy? <laughs> no, I mean, like... Our condolences. Yeah, I, we just saw him on the Emmys. Yeah. Okay. okay, all right. So anyway, I, I appreciate his choices. I just don't choose to watch them. Okay. I also wrote watching seven seasons of this show was the real horror story, oh. which is harsh. Wow. And I, I'll be perfectly honest. I had a lot more fun talking about this show than actually watching it, okay. which, is, which is not to say, you know, I'm not trying to hate on the show. It's just, like I said, it's just not for me. Okay. But I do give it bonus points for showing marginalized and underrepresented characters. Sure. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. And I and I give Marion Murphy credit for that because, yeah. you know, that's, that's the thing that we need to do more of. Yes. So uh, that gets a half a bonus point. Um, the show also earned half a bonus point for scaring me. With the jump scare that yeah. Cliff mentioned, uh, which, you know, credit where it's due. It's a horror story, and it scared me. Which brings the grand total to a star for American Horror Story. One star. Yes. One star. <laughs> harsh. Wow. Tough but fair. That is, yeah. uh, wow, that is yeah, shocking. It, it lost a lot of points for the accents. There's I didn't I didn't want to write out just how many points it lost for the accents. Horror but. on your scoreboard. Yep. Uh, okay, all right. Well, my closing argument is not, not, not totally dissimilar, but I, I wrote that this show... Is a fire hose of style, but just a trickle of substance. Wow. Very inconsistent, uh, and not not always horror. Not not really a. It's not always a horror show. Like I said before, I, you know, there's an arc to my perception of this show where I was pretty sure I wasn't going to like it starting out, and then it, you know, I reinforced my thoughts, and I got to <laughs> Coven, and then I'm like, oh, this is awful. Uh, and then I started to kind of get the understanding of the show and watch it a different way. I won't say I enjoyed the show, but I, I didn't dislike it in the way that I imagined uh, that I would. And so, you know, I, I came around a little bit. I can't say it's something I would I would watch on my own, but I have some appreciation for, like you said, them making the show that they want to make. They write it the way they want to write it. They put the characters in it the way they want to put in it. There's they're not, you know, there's no mold that they're trying to adhere to in making the show. And I, and I think that's to be. Committed. There's too many shows that, that go the opposite direction, that they're really just pandering to the audience and kind of writing what they think people want to watch. And this show is not. This show is writing whatever the heck it is that they feel like they want to put on screen. And that's what shows up. And so my score, you know, I, I gave it a deduction of a point for, for possible Sarah Paulson doppelganger time riffs. Okay. <laughs> uh, I feel like that her presence in the yep. show as multiple characters is causing some butterfly effect problems. Yeah, I can uh, see that. In, in maybe th- that universe and some others, and I feel like it's irresponsible for them to con- you know, perpetuate that issue. So I, I had a negative one uh, for a total score of 2.5. Okay. Uh, which is twice as high in, or more than your, your two score. Two and a half percent. So, yeah, two and a half, 250%. Sorry. Colin. <laughs> two and a half times. Please. Sorry. So that gives us a total score for American Horror Story of 3.5 right. stars, which is... That's right. It's pretty low. Pretty low. That's not good. That's like below deck Mediterranean yep. levels. Um, sure is. You know, so we'll, we reserve the right to revisit it. Like I said, we may watch some more of Apocalypse. And, I am a tough judge. Uh, I'll say it. But, you know, if you need to uh, express your, your disappointment on what happened here, feel free to contact Colin uh, at, at <laughs> podcast.com uh, and let her know, you know, how you feel about her disgracing this show that you may feel I very passionate about. So with that, we will go ahead and wrap up closing arguments. Uh, we'll go ahead and enter this score on our leaderboard and have it up on the website here shortly so you can go and check it out, compare the other scores, and we'll take a quick break. But don't go away because when we come back, we're going to play some games. 
All right, everybody. Welcome back to a very special Halloween edition of the showdown. Colin, it's time for my very favorite part of the show. Are you ready to play some games? Of course. You're welcome. <laughs> creepy. The price is right. Yeah, it's a very yeah, creepy incredible. price is right. I love it. Very enjoyable here. So, this is, of course, bonus rounds is the part of our show where we spin our big wheel and play some games. Since it's Halloween, Colin, we have some very special Halloween games Ooh. on our board that we're going to spin the wheel and, and try and play here. So, we're going to play three games, and the winner of the best two out of three of those games is going to be the, the winner of, of this episode. Of so, the Halloween episode. So, knowing that, Colin, are, are you ready to spin of the wheel? Of course. All right, go ahead. <laughs> oh boy, I don't like that. So we've landed on, oh, this is a good one. We've landed on a game called Creepy Binders. Okay, all right, shut it down. All right. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so Creepy Binders is a game uh, where we, we use our imaginations, Colin, to try and uh, imagine what in the world our parents would, would describe the show as. So if your How parents are like yes. ours, and sometimes our, ourselves, parents are, are notorious for, as, as wonderful as they may be, they're, they're notorious for repurposing the titles of shows. And so the name they, of they this just game, get the name wrong. much like a normal game that we play, uh, Sneaky Binders, yep. uh, is actually drawn from life experience, where my, the show Peaky Blinders, which is one of my uh, favorite shows on Netflix, it was recommended to my parents, and they watched it, liked it, and then told me, "Hey, we really enjoyed the show Sneaky Binders. Thank you yep. for recommending that to us." Uh, and so, after having seen the entire series. yes, true story. Uh, and so, it's in that fashion. This is a game where we try and imagine for this show, American Horror Story, what our what our parents would interpret that name uh, as. And so, would you like to go first? I would love to. Sure. Um, so, so mine is a little. It's a little bit of what we would call what Ryan Murphy and Glee would call a mashup. Uh, this is something that parents will do where they're confusing it with another show and they just mix the titles together. Okay. So I, I think these fictional parents would call this American Crypt Tales. Okay. All right. That's, it's weird. It doesn't make sense. That's a, that's a kind stretch. kind of right. That's a tough one. Yeah. My, mine, yeah. Mine's similar. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think they would also just kind of mix the words up. A little bit, and, and I think it would. I think it would be called scary American story, um, <laughs> uh, which I may be a better title altogether for the show. I like it. Yeah, perhaps. So, I, so with that, you know, that's my entry. Colin. Okay, it yeah. Feels like by your reaction, I, I, I think that's the winner. I feel like I might I have. I might have won that round. So I'll, yep. I'll, I'll take the first point here out sure. of three. But. Anything can happen. That's right. We still we're, have two more games we're playing, to go. We're playing three games. Yeah. Like every, I'm feeling yeah. good. It's like always. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and spin the wheel yes, please. for our, our second game. Let's see where we land. <laughs> oh, boy. That is really scary. We've, oh, boy. We've landed on a, a game we call Midnight Special. I would just play this. All the time, if yeah, I could. I, I would, know. I would walk around with a little, with like a boombox on my shoulder <laughs> with the Ghostbusters team. So Midnight Special is a game where, where we try and nominate an artist that should sing the theme song for this show, which is unique for American Horror Story. Starting with words. Yeah. Uh, the theme song. Just weird noises. So it doesn't have to be someone that would re 
create the theme song, just someone that you would you'd feel like would be a, a fun recreation to, to play. So I'll go first. Sure. Since you since you went first last time, Nine, I think I mentioned this earlier. I, I, I think Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Has to be the choice for for the theme song here. It, it already kind of sounds like a Nine Inch Nails song. It's got that aesthetic. I feel like you could intersect some shots of Trent Reznor doing like some weird stuff. I think honorable mention for Tool. Yeah. I think I think I think it sounds like the opening for American Horror Story. Sounds like a Nine Inch Nails song, but looks like a Tool video. Yeah, that's right. right? It feels like it's like this weird, unholy child of of those two of those two things. Uh-huh. And so, but if we're talking about performance, I, I think I think Nine Inch Nails has to has to take the the award there. Excellent. My answer is a, a bit along a different vein. Okay. I I tried to get very meta with it. Mm-hmm. I would like to see. The theme song performed by Lady Gaga. Yeah, we all knew this was coming. Yeah, I think it would be great. Yeah. I think it would be really cool. She could do. She could write lyrics for it. She could play it on the piano. She could do whatever she wants, and it would be incredible. Okay, that is an insult to the talents of Lady Gaga. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> she can do, do so much more. Uh-huh. She is a star that is born. Mm-hmm. You know. Wow. Look, I think I won that round. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? Because of your enthusiasm, I feel like my answer was more Yours appropriate, is more accurate. But you mine were... is going to be more in line with the show, just by how wacky it's going to no, get. No, that's wrong. But you were more <laughs> excited about your answer, and so. So I think there's some some bonus points for that. So so round two goes to, to Colin here. Um, so we'll it's, so there's we've got a decisive round three. That's round right. three is determine the winner exciting. of the coveted Halloween episode <gasps> of the showdown. Is like there this, a Halloween trophy? There might be. This is a big deal. Is this it is, made out of this is important naughty pine? Naughty pine. It's, you know we'll see we'll see what we can what All we can right. come up with. Uh, so let's go ahead and spin the wheel for a third yep. time and, and yes, see please. what see what we land on. All right, you ready? Yep. <laughs> Really demonic. Oh boy! So we've landed on uh, our final game. This is the recasting dungeon. We, we can't you know, like, we can't get through a Halloween episode without. And Alfred Hitchcock reference, I like that's great. I, I, the master of, of suspense and, and terror. So, so the recasting dungeon is a, a version of a game that we've played before on, on our normal wheel called the recasting office. And this is very simply uh, a game where we, in a different style of that original game, we recast one part of this show with not just another actor like we normally would, but with a horror icon. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to let you go first here. I have a good answer. Okay, I'm really right. excited I'm, about it. Let's hear it. So I'm ready. I think the weak spot in this show, acting-wise, is Dermot McDermott. Okay. I don't think he's good. Wow. Sorry if you're okay. listening. I apologize. I think he comes across very bland. Okay. Um, and he does not rise to the campy levels of chewing the scenery that Jessica Lang establishes. So you're saying as he's the too. Standard. You're saying he's too believable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure that's an insult. In so this show, enough. it's it's not on par with what okay. with what standard has I would been established. Love to hear which horror icon you think would give a better performance. There's one and only. Okay. Mister. Bella Lugosi. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna. <laughs> would that not be great? I'm gonna shut this podcast. Would that not be great? <laughs> I wow. think that would be great. How? What are you? We even... would go in there and be like, "I'm in the murder house." Okay. All right. You know what? 
we're going to move along here. What's that's, your answer? That's the, that's that's not the craziest. It's not as good as mine. So my, my answer is I try to take this seriously. Because okay. I, I respect our listeners. Okay. I, I respect them too. I love and, them. And our, and our show. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And so I, I, mine, I think the weak part of the show is, is bloody face. Bloody <laughs> face is just the dumbest thing. Well, yeah. It's so stupid. Like, not like in a fun, like a can't, like it's just dumb. Like it's just lazy. And so <laughs> apologies to writers. If you wrote that out there and uh, sorry, but come on, you could have, yeah, you could have done better than that. So you try harder. Bloody face is, is rough. So I, I, I wrote, I think we're replacing bloody face with Michael Myers. Okay. I, I think as a part of the show, I think that makes more sense. I have to pick a, a, a poor icon. I think Michael Myers qualifies. Hmm, um, interesting. That's, that's my entry. I think mine was better that's though. A, that's a close one. I look, yeah. I, th- I think, I think we got to yeah, go to the Insta poll on this close. one. I'm gonna check. So the the votes are coming in. Oh boy! Right okay. now, the from fake our, votes our are fake. No, I, look, there there's a lot of activity. Uh-huh. People are very scared. Yeah. Uh, I can I can see that they're you know they're real the our crazy sound effects have really frightened people, uh-huh. which is odd because a lot of them are from like Garfield and Disney movies. But it's nonetheless, uh, that seems to be the reaction, and it's coming across that people feel bad for your answer, I oh. guess. And so, so they, they've actually handed <gasps> you the victory on I'm this one. I'm the winner? You're the winner of the Halloween episode. Halloween winner. I'm, I'm distraught. I'm, well, vis- I'm visibly upset. Look. But what, you know, what, what can I do? Like, I, I, have to, I have to just accept it. Well, I'm, congratulations. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Congratulations. Yeah. I, you know, this, this will not stand. Well, you know, we've got a lot of special episodes coming up. Maybe you'll win one of the, also you've won literally every single episode except for one before. Well, we'll now, well so. I, um, this one, this was the most important one to me. Okay. This is the most important one. There's only one thing I really have to say about it. Naughty punk! Uh, so <laughs> on that note, <laughs> so on that note, we do apologize. Thanks for joining us. Please visit us at www.showdownpodcast.com to play along. Check out our website, look at the leaderboard, uh, listen to new episodes, give us a shout uh, on Twitter at the Showdown 6. And as always, I'm Cliff. I'm Colin. And this is the Showdown signing off. Looks like a silver